Well, hello, Maureen Younger. Hello, Jane Brister. How are you? I'm very well. We're back. For another another exciting podcast. <laughs> oh, God. But she, uh, Jane hasn't been drinking this time round. So. No, I'm sober because it's <laughs> 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, another half an hour, we would have been screwed. I mean, <laughs> Maureen, Maureen has seen me, like, drink wine twice, and it, set, it sends her into a tailspin. <laughs> once on a virgin train, and once you on my... Once in my own house. With a bottle of wine that I bought you. Yeah, but I didn't drink the whole bottle, Maureen. I had like... You yes, had I am a, a lightweight. You had quite a bit. What? Where is that bottle? Well, it's there. finished. Oh, that's, that's half gone. It's not even half gone. Anyway, that's not why we have Maureen a podcast. Maureen doesn't understand that the bottle gets thinner at the top. <laughs> that is a glass of wine there. Anyway, getting back to what we're actually podcasting about, it is, of course... Oh, this bloody show that won't ever end. <laughs> I mean, is there going to be season four? Yes, it's, up, it's seriously up to, it's already booked up to season four, but there are about ten books. Oh, are there? <laughs> Didn't tell you that at the beginning, did I? But I That would take me up until I'm 50. I can't still be talking I, about I'd this. I'd still be 38. Yeah. I, still, I can't still, yeah, you would be. Really rough looking 38 more. They still be talking about yeah, this. Yeah, I have to say I've aged as well as Claire. Yeah, it's, it's, we'll get it. We'll get into that in a minute. Okay, so we're looking at episodes five, six, and seven. And of course, this one is without Jamie, so Claire, uh, Jen will be talking about this episode. Maureen literally was like, "I don't care about this. Can we just start on episode six? No, Maureen. This is part of really important part of the narrative. Very important. We get Claire's backstory, and we uh, see her. She's being a surgeon. She takes a really brave decision. Everyone's telling her to stop, and she carries on. Do you remember it opens with her yeah. chopping up somebody? Yeah, yeah. She's in the she's doing she's in the zone pro- she, to prove that she is a surgeon. We see her doing surgeon stuff. Yeah, I am a surgeon. Brave, making brave decisions. Yeah, but this time not as brave as she was when she only had like you know I don't know a piece of Cough frame. Yeah, <laughs> bark wood, a wooden, a wooden stick, and some weird herb that she'd mushed together with water that hadn't been like boiled. Anyway, here she is. She she looks like she knows what she's doing. And she's with Joe. Joe Abernathy, her good friend. Joe Abernathy, her good mate. Uh, what happens next? I forget. <laughs> Let me see it. I've got to read it. I've got some notes. But that's not in order, so that doesn't really make any sense. Basically, oh. Roger turns up. Roger. Oh, Bree's suffering at school. She's she's. Oh, yeah. Father. Bree's at university, isn't she? She's at Harvard. Harvard. No. She's at Harvard studying whatever. Whatever. Anyway. Presumably history. They're talking about people that have forgotten in history. Mmm. Mm. You know, it, which is like quite apt when we think about shaving. Shaving. So but she's not listening, and the reason why she's not listening is because she's got a lot on her mind. Oh, you would if you if you found out your father's father, 18th century Jacobite, yeah, <laughs> Highland, and your mother gone back 200 years, yeah, and it that would. you you conceived 200 years ago, um, <laughs> it would, it and would, that your boyfriend, your, your boyfriend's family is also it's, it's the sense of a witch, yeah. So. <laughs> And also it's coming up to Christmas and they're going to be spending their first Christmas, Christmas without Frank. Frank. So Brianna and... Are Claire bonding? I can't remember. Mm. So they're a little bit tense, aren't they? They're a little bit... Because suddenly they have a surprise visitor, don't they? They're, they're not getting on. I can't remember exactly what happens, but they're not getting on. I mean, And then Roger turns up. Yeah, Roger turns up. Unannounced. From Scotland. Hi! Is and they're it, like... It's a bit creepy, do you think? Or is it a bit... Or is I it, think it's, it's a, a romantic gesture. It's, it's slightly presumptuous. Romantic gesture. But they didn't have email then. No, they didn't. That is true. Or Facebook. Or Facebook or anything. It's quite hard to go. Listen, I'm just nipping over. And also, I like the way he's like, I was coming to New to Boston anyway. You think, yeah. Because of uh, always <laughs> like Boston wanted to come <laughs> awkward. 
Well, no, he's come because he's got information for Claire, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got information for Claire. But he really wants to see Brie. But it's quite awkward for him because he turns up, ta-da, and they're they're arguing. Imagining this reunion. And then Brianna goes, good to see you, Roger. I'm going. I can't stay here tonight. (laughs) And then just leaves. Yeah, and you see that Brianna's as as stubborn as both both her parents, really, because she's like, she she stands up to Claire, who doesn't want to leave uni, obviously, like any parent would. And she goes, ah, it's my life, blah, blah, blah. And she walks off. So Roger and um, Claire are left together. And that's when... Roger Tell. What does Roger Tell He play? has discovered something somewhere. <laughs> I don't always pay attention. Uh, do you want me to fill this in? Or? But I think I know this All bit. right, go on. You, but if I'm wrong, don't, don't gloat, Maureen. Is oh. it that somewhere he finds some poetry from yeah. Robert Burns, um, who would have been six at the time? Yes, that, well, um, remembered. At the time that this was written, so we know it can't have been him. And the only person that could have known it would have been... Someone who knows the future. Someone who knows the future, and so it must be... Where was it written down, though? That I can't remember. It, no, he found a pamphlet which had been published. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he found a pamphlet that was to be published. And uh, it quoted a, a poem that Claire apparently always used to quote to Jamie. Yeah, that's it, that's and it. the publisher's no, none other than Malcolm Alexander, which, as we know, are two of Jamie's many names. Yes, and so we know that it, it might, might be, be James... Fraser. Alexander Fraser. Oh, yes. And, um, but Claire is, Claire understandably is not, uh, you know, is not pleased by the news. I think, I think this is what, this is what deals Claire's backstory is that she's kind of, um, frightened. She's frightened of what happened, which I think is understandable. You know, if you, if you go back to see somebody, you're worried, but do they still love you? Do they still want you? It's been like nearly 20 years. Yeah. I mean, like, you're going to be thinking, what if he's not really into me? Now? Yeah. And also, like, you've built them up on a pedestal. So it's that danger that once you see them again, yeah. I've got that. There's a guy that I, I had a, a romance with 20 years ago who I think is gorgeous. But then there's always the worry that if you ever went back and saw them again, that they weren't as gorgeous as you remember them. Because people, are, it's easy to be gorgeous when you don't actually have to see them or live with them. I, I mean, I think I'm very gorgeous from a, you know, like if you don't live with me from a distance, you don't actually spend any time with me. Um, I'm actually probably really good company. Yeah. If you're not actually anywhere near me. <laughs> and then you come and you hang out with me. Sometimes I have friends go, God, Jen, I really missed you. And then they're with me for an hour. I'm like, bye. Bye. Ready to go. So, yes, I, but, and also, it's not just that. So it's not just the fear that she might not be attracted to him. I think it's also her bigger fear is that he will not have the... You know, she'll have spent the last 16 years pining for a man who hasn't been thinking about her Yeah, that is the danger, that you, you've been holding a torch for somebody who hasn't been holding a torch for you. That would be the worst thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God, so you mean I, I put my life on hold for 16 years and I haven't done anything, and, and this a... guy is now shacked up with... And let's face it, the chances Molly of Jamie, Ma- Jamie not finding somebody, I mean, you know, he's a good-looking man, so it's 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 that idea that he might be happily She's married. He's not been beaten with the ugly stick. I know, but it's, it, when you have to get older, it's, it's definitely easier for men than it is for women. And, um, not it's if not you right. don't age. Not if you don't age like Claire, who's utterly <laughs> ageless. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, there is that, I think there is that worry that, you know, it's... it's it, it's all going to disintegrate if it actually happens. It's true. Men have a longer shelf life. They do have a longer shelf life. than women. And unless you're not, a gay not... woman. Unless you're a gay woman. And then your shelf life is like, it's exactly the same <laughs> as men's. It's brilliant. Because no, one, no one's going to go, oh, you're a bit over the hit. No. Just keep going. Uh, I've, I've seen women in their 50s dating 20-year-olds. I mean, I'm not saying it's okay. <laughs> Uh, but um, it's it's there, so you know. Yeah, so. I better watch my back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. The point is that Claire is nervous about uh, going and uh, meeting Jamie again, so she tries to 
possibly make excuses about. Yeah, and also we get that scene where, I forgot, we mentioned that scene where they have a, a memorial for Frank and she's face to face with Frank's girlfriend. Oh, the memorial! That's, oh, that's brilliant. That's that, great. That, that woman, that Sandy gives her a right bollocking. And she deserves it. And yeah. Claire doesn't answer back because I think deep down Claire knows it's bloody true, isn't it? Yeah, like he, like, well, doesn't she say something like, he was the love of my life? Yeah, and, and he, I would have given, I would have given anything for a day with him, and you just stayed with him. You weren't even in love with him, you just stayed with and him. And you just stayed with him. Well, it's true, why? Yeah, you know, she just stayed with let, him let for that no poor man go. Yeah. But then he didn't want to go because of Brianna. He was, and also, he's still probably partly in love with Claire, which Sandy admits. But it's a great scene, I thought, she, and that Sandy did it really well. Where, and you could just see Claire, because Claire's really good at giving as good as she gets. She, she takes it. But she takes it, because I think deep down she knows she's. 100%. She's totally on point, I think, Sandy. Yeah. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> Sometimes Claire's annoying, isn't she? She's yeah. got, you've got to they put her in a place. But they have gone to great... Since they've gone to effort to make her quite unlikable the first couple of episodes, haven't they? For some reason. Which I'm not sure of why, but they have. Um, and then after the... this, When she gets to talking to, um, Brie asks a few questions and uh, she admits that she's... Roger's found out about where the father is. But she's not going to do anything about it. And Brianna goes, you know, you've got to go and look for him. Which, Brianna grows up at this point in this season. She was a bit annoying in the last one. But she goes, no, no, you need to, you know, I, Jamie gave you to me and I need to give you back to him. She's like, no, you should. She's really encouraging Claire to go, isn't she? Because Claire's, Claire rightly has got a few doubts about leaving her only, her I mean, only child. What? Yeah, but not for long. <laughs> I really can't bear the thought of leaving. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I just, you know, like the, I, how could I ever leave? Goodbye. I, she doesn't think about it for long, does she? <laughs> okay. I, I wonder why Brianna doesn't say, do you know what, Mum, can I come with you? <laughs> I would be like, I'd love you. to meet my dad. I know. But she's you? like, no, Mum, you go ahead and I'll stay here with Roger. Yeah. Hey, maybe Roger would like to go. Can we get him in there as well? It's yeah. a historian. It's a historian. Yeah, but there's a... Can men go through the we stones? Don't know, we don't know. Because Jamie says he can't go through the stones. Jamie can't go through the stones. Yeah, but maybe you can't go from the past to the future, but you can come from the future. Well, Claire, I don't know, Claire's gone from the past to the future. Yeah, but that's because she's from the future. Oh, okay. So Jamie, I am making this up. I yeah, don't I know. know. I mean, it's, it's all... Why are we trying to find <laughs> any logic behind somebody going forwards and backwards in time? I mean, also, not to mention the ways that Claire keeps effing around with... And, and, and what's her name? This is the other thing I wanted to talk about. We didn't talk about it in the last podcast, and it's not really relevant to this one, but let's talk about it anyway. What's her name? You know, the the wit, the, the ginger one. Gellis. Gellis. So Gellis went through. Yeah. And we know that we met her in the past. Yeah. So, but she came from the future. Mm -hmm. So she's gone from the future and we witnessed her going back into the past. Mm -hmm. And we know that she's going to get burnt alive and then be reborn into the future. And that's just going to, what, continue on a loop? Yeah. I, I mean, is that, just, is Claire's life just on and a loop? And also, it's like parallel times, but then she went in in 1968. So why did she arrive before Claire? Yeah, exactly. I never thought of that. That there's, doesn't make sense. doesn't make any sense at all, does it? No, because she should have arrived in, after Claire. After Claire, yeah. 20 years after. Oh. Unless they're having, and why if it's if it's separate parallel times, so that gets in separate parallel. Well, then then she would they would never have met because they're in parallel yeah. universes. Never thought that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're who welcome. Knew that, who knew this time traveling didn't make sense? Who knew that time travel didn't make any sense at all? <laughs> we didn't. We we actually we didn't until talk about now. another hilarious thing is Claire wondering if she's still sexually attractive. You know when she. Oh. <laughs> She goes in to see what's his name. Joe, I mean, I think Joe, I was, can goes, I ask you this question? Am I still attractive? <laughs> I mean, have oh, I changed? I've, I've changed. Yes, yeah, there's like one, one grey streak in her hair. Have I changed, Joe? 
I like the look of incredulity in his face. Like, are you joking? You have not changed. You look exactly the same. You've got the same figure. Yeah, a skinny white woman with a nice ass. No middle-aged spread. No spread. And no and, menopause, menopausal symptoms either. No cold. No, cold. but so how old is she supposed to be here? She's about late forties. Late forties. No, I think she's in her fifties because she was in her. She was. She was about thirty okay. when Diana was well, born. Still, anyways, but she she looks better than. I mean, imagine like Claire is pretty much fit. Let's say she's about fifty, forty-nine, fifty. She's fit. I mean, she's fit for the average twenty, thirty-year-old. I was going to say she? she's fit for the average thirty-year-old. She's fit for the average forty-year-old. <laughs> Just Am I attractive? Yes. Yeah. No, you're a real minger. <laughs> the thing is, right, it was just hilarious because Jeremy worries about this as well. They both have to worry about looking old because there is that insecurity when you get older about the way you look. The also, problem is they don't look old. When, you, when you've lived your life as they have, like being absolutely stunning and everyone fancies you, I suppose it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Because there isn't it? like I got that when you, you hit mid-30s. It's like, you know, you just suddenly realise you don't have the power that you did have. I, don't, I, wasn't, woman. I wasn't aware of having any power ever. I've always used my power in I an aggressive way, as have you, Maureen. <laughs> so whatever we've lacked in our sexual allure, we've certainly made up in confrontation. <laughs> what do you mean I can't have that? I want it! Get out of my way! As if we'd ask. Yeah, as if that was ever a problem. <laughs> but yeah, so it just, yeah, that is hilarious. I did find, I did think, because um, I, I got kind of uh, disappointed because I thought the reunion was going to be this week. But it's only right towards the end. And I just thought they're kind of dragging it out a bit. because they, they wanted, have the, they wanted they that, wanted they that wanted cliffhanger at the end. end which yeah. had to, so they kind of were dragging out the story with Claire and... and oh, and, and isn't there that, that sewing montage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched that and I thought, wow, they really are. They really are filling time here. Claire's sewing montage. And who knew she could... Sew? Oh, I suppose she's a surgeon. But... <laughs> Slightly different techniques. It's like very good at making some really utterly convincing clothes of that time. I know. But with pockets. pockets secret pockets, because she's stolen penicillin. Which I'm sure is a major crime from a hospital, isn't it? Stealing. She does not cares? Where's Claire? Oh, she's 200 years ago. <laughs> well, See well, if you we, can find her. We won't worry about it then. But I think what this, this poem's all, you know, the, if you're looking at the more deeper meaning, it's, it's all about how, you know, I think a lot of people have this one relationship in their past that they kind of cling on to, which stops them from loving people in the present. So, you know, Claire had... Jamie says so she couldn't love Frank. You know, that, you know that kind of thing that goes on? And, and so when Jamie reacts to John Gray, it's not because what John Gray's doing, it's what Randall had done to him previously. It's that, that we kind of always act in our current relationships as a reaction to what's happened I don't before. know the way you keep talking about relationships when you talk about Randall. Well, yeah, that, okay. But I'm talking, about, I'm talking more about Gray and... and yes, I know, I, I, know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I mean, I, I, I do know what you mean, but I don't because I never have, I've never had that... <laughs> But I'm sure that one relationship in the past that you've never no I've okay. not had that. I'd say I think Richard Rankin's doing a great job as the uh, as as academic. I think he makes. I know you don't really with with me on there, but I think he makes him quite sexy, which is quite a difficult thing to do because he's a bearded academic. And he's in a lot academic. of kind of corduroy, isn't he? Yeah, a lot of browns. Browns and yeah. But I think you know because they all talk about the female gaze. I think part of it is because he's why he's so attractive is because he's in so lo- so much in love with Brie and women like that. You know, you know there. Yes, I mean... Fictional heroes. What, the man that loves the, the woman, woman that he's with? Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, you'd hope that was a given, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, look, don't, uh, don't look to me 
for the romance between Roger and Brianna because I, I'm not interested. Right. Okay, so I think, and then... Uh, is that the end of that episode yeah, well, now? No, we've missed out the bit where she she now returns to Edinburgh. Oh, my God. Oh, this is... Yeah, this is the little bit that we've missed. But wait a second. So she goes through the stones. Yeah, which we don't see. Wait, wait a second. So I don't want to be pedantic. But she goes through the stones. Last time she arrived in somewhere in Inverness or something. Yeah. This time she goes through the stones. Boop. She's in Edinburgh. Yeah, they transposed it. They kind of cut that bit out because I think they didn't want the whole her going through the stones and travelling to Edinburgh. Oh, but she does. She does. They need to make that clearer because it's like Mr. Ben. She, she goes in a puddle. <laughs> there she is and arrives right next door to a little Scottish urchin. Excuse me, do you know where Mr. Alexander, what's his name, lives? Yeah, it's just down yeah, the road. Yeah, it's just down the road. Oh, that's <laughs> that's handy. The first person I've asked in Edinburgh. <laughs> Happens to know exactly where he lives. So anyway, so, off she pops. So I'm thinking this is going to be the big reunion. Well, you must have looked at the fact that the time... I mean, I just looked at the time and went, well, there's no time for them uh, to do anything. No, I was... You uh, weren't. I wasn't. I you was engrossed. Anyways, as soon as Edinburgh, I was like, oh my God. So anyway, she gets in, the bell goes, she walks in. You can hear his voice. Uh, I thought this was really well acted. She, uh, Claire's face is amazing at the end. And... Um, she goes, she goes Jamie? It's, it's me. It's me. He goes, no, is that Geordie? Where have you gone for the ash? Blah, blah, blah. Because it's me. He turns around, looks at it, and what does he do? He faints. He faints. And you just see her face going, what the? I thought that was very funny. Yes, well, that's what happens when all the blood goes to your penis <laughs> that quickly. You will pass out. There's <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's an expert in this field. You <laughs> never asking me so much. <laughs> So that's the end of episode five. Five, and here we go. So obviously we're on to episode six. So more interestingly, <laughs> we're talking one. about this continuously. I mean, we've only look. We're at seventeen minutes anyway. We can't. This can't go up to an hour more. Either, so, <laughs> and they made us wait. They made us wait an extra week, which I thought was, uh, was oh, clever. that was right. It was clever marketing, okay. but it was really annoying. And what was great about that is that we didn't take advantage of that extra <laughs> week by putting in an extra podcast because we didn't get the chance to meet each other. So that extra week was almost. Lost on us. So anyway, it doesn't start where it, it last episode ended. We just see uh, Jamie with some French floozy, who clearly fancies Jamie, kind of putting a shawl around him. Oh, she's seems... the madam of the brothel. Yeah, we don't know that at the moment. So oh, we no, don't we know. don't. We, we don't. just don't know that she's with some French woman. And, um, and then just see Jamie walking to work, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought that the guy who plays Geordie in this is hilarious. Oh, we've got the two new guys who look like the new um, Angus and Rupert, Hayes and... Mm. Leslie, yeah, the smugglers. So Jamie, we know Jamie's already doing something illegal. He's he's printing seditious documents, which could lead him to be hung. Um, so he hasn't really changed, has he? And he's got a knife. He's got a secret knife. Um, so we get yeah, the idea that Jamie he's... hasn't really got one well, kind of settled down into a bourgeois life. Really, no. I don't, you don't feel like he's really matured <laughs> much in that regard. I mean. Obviously, we're very delighted to, to discover there was a fitness first in Edinburgh. Because <laughs> he he looks, looks ripped. ripped. And he's in his 40s. And he's in his late 40s. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there's a Geordie there. The guy, play, I can't remember the guy's name, but Lorne MacDonald, I think it is. The guy who plays Geordie is brilliant. He's a free kirker and very uh, doer. Anyway, he goes off. Um, oh, yeah, so uh, he's printing. yes. Jamie's printing, hears the doorbell, thinks it's Geordie, and then he hears Claire's voice. And it's me. It's me. It's me. He faints. He faints. And then he falls on the... Uh, when he wakes up, he realises he's falling on the... Uh, he thinks pot. he's wet himself. So he's got to take his trousers off. What a, what a nightmare. Yeah, and he asks her to turn... Turn round. And she's like, uh, well, we're married. We're married, so... And, and also, like, it's taken me this long to see you, <laughs> Bobs. 
You think I'm turning around now, mate? You've got no, nothing coming. So Claire's very much like, I think I'll be looking at the <laughs> crown jewels, thank you. See, they're intact. Uh, what is great is, so he goes, I really want to kiss you, but he asks her first. So like, he's passionate, but tender. He's passionate, but ever so polite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so all the women are going, oh, Jamie. Yeah. And then they go to kiss again, and then Geordie interrupts him, which is a, is a hilarious bit where he goes, it's not even noon, and he walks off in high dudgeon. Because Jamie has forgotten he hasn't got trousers on, so it does look more suspicious. Yeah. Than it He's just embracing a strange woman without his trousers on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's fairly obvious what the intention is there. And then he takes her to the back room. Again, not a euphemism. He takes her into the back room, and... Uh, She's where his cot is. Where his cot is. So, so romantic. So romantic. There's candles on it, so it's all right. And then uh, she shows him photos of... Brianna. Brianna. And he's like, what? What is this? In a bikini. He's not pleased about the bikini. Yeah. It's an odd choice of photograph. Yeah, I wouldn't have brought the bikini one. I would have like, this is your daughter, semi-naked in public. Um, I would probably have chosen one where she's at school or something. Yeah, that did seem one. But can I just say, I, I like the fact that before, uh, is it before that? They, sh- they both worry about how, how aged they are because he's got to put his glasses on. She goes, you still look as dashing as always. You think yeah, you and look- you've got, you know, I mean, you've got all your own teeth. Teeth. I just know that he wouldn't have any it's teeth. Because me and Jen have got teeth missing. We live in the 20s. I mean, I struggle to keep, you know, you've got to floss and everything. And I struggle to keep all my own teeth in my head. Yeah. And I've got fluoride. And... Well, yeah, people, some people complaining on Twitter and stuff that um, he didn't seem uh, that concerned about his daughter, Brianna. I don't know. It's, um... it's What do they want from him? Oh, how is my there's a daughter that I never met? There's, what? He's not, you know... He, he is. He's like, I want to see. How is she? How is she? Yeah, yeah. But also, there's the woman that he's been thinking about for twenty years. For twenty years. He's back in his life. And back in his life, and he's probably like, well, get into her in a minute. Get your kit off. Let's go. <laughs> and then he does, but he does interrupt to talk about his son, who he's never told anybody, not even Jenny. Talks about his. Yes. And and what's interesting is that Claire really Claire's all all Claire's really interested about is whether he was in love with the mother. I mean, you would have had a life, Jamie. But were uh, you in love with the mother? He's not in love with her. He's in love with you, Claire. But she, they're both very insecure. They're this both really insecure. insecure. Which, is, which is understandable. Yeah, it goes on a bit this bit though, doesn't it? Just get your kit off. That's what I kept saying. I know, they don't. They go off. He's got to go to the pub. Oh, And they bump F's into Fergus. Sake. Bump into Fergus. Now played by another actor. He does a very good job, I think. Who's aged the most in yes. all of this. <laughs> he's played by another actor. He's actually aged into a different human <laughs> being. Um, so I, I, if, any, if anyone has aged, it's Fergus. <laughs> But then we know that, that we now find out that uh, Jamie's got a secret because he goes, what about? And Jamie goes, oh, I haven't had time to think about that. But we don't know what it is yet. Oh, we don't know at this point. No, no. you're right. In fact, I missed that whole secret thing. Mm. But um, yeah. And also, what, what about the, 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 the Chinese, Chinese chap? Mr. Willoughby. Mr. Willoughby, yeah. Well, I, do we meet him in this episode? Yes, he's because when he goes to the tavern, he's the one who's drunk. He's got a penchant for licking prostitutes' elbows, remember? And there's a fight, and Jamie stops the fight. Oh, yeah, because he licks her elbow and doesn't pay her. Yeah. Yeah, well, you should pay for it. Yeah, I think, yeah, He licks her elbow. Uh, yeah. Uh, without, without asking. I mean, this is hashtag me too, you know. <laughs> Go around licking women's elbows without permission. So anyway, uh, Jamie goes off to do business with the posh English guy who's, who's threatening Jamie, so I think he's got a very short time to live, really. Threatening Jamie, your life expectancy does kind of Who's threatening somewhat. Jamie? That posh English guy that he meets in the cellars. Oh, God. Yeah, he's doing because, smuggling. Because he's doing the smuggling and he, he's, he's after him. him. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you kind of think threatening Jamie is probably a bad move. Bad move. Yes, it Your has, life expectancy is going down quite has, quickly. Yeah, given that nothing can ever touch Jamie, ever. Burning buildings, swords, <laughs> the Battle of Culloden. Uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say that this guy hasn't got long. Um, so basically, uh, while he's sorting out, he's standing up to the, the English guy, Claire talked to, to Willoughby. Who's, I think he does a very good job. Um, the guy who plays him, Sam, I think it's Sam Young. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure how awake I was during this episode. <laughs> Um, but anyway. But anyway, then Jamie does a master move of romance. He takes Claire back to the flat house. Rumi lives in a brothel. I mean, Jamie, after 20 years, you put her in a premiere inn at least. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I feel so. <laughs> he's like, like really surprised that she's a bit pissed off about yeah, it. Yeah, he's in the brothel. I mean, she's like, is this a brothel? He's like, I, I you live in a brothel. Yeah, she's not happy. And like, he's like, what's... Yeah. The problem, I don't... Such a, it's such a bloke. What's the problem? What's the, what's the, I, don't, I don't pay rent. What's the, yeah, it's free. It's free and, uh, you know, yeah. get fed. And it's a bigger bed. Um, and she's like, is this because you're such a good customer, which is what you would be thinking? I mean, how good a customer have you got to be <laughs> to get a free... Well, I mean, it's, you know, he hasn't got it. He's got it because somebody likes him. Yeah. The madam is thinking eventually she'll she should be moving in and uh, he goes, no, no, no. And then he goes, then um, he says, oh, I just need a room late at night when I'm on business. And you think... Why would a printer be on business late at night? Claire obviously is not thinking about that, but you do kind of go, that's a weird thing for a supposed printer to say. So um, what I like about Jamie, though, he shifts. So when she starts asking questions, he starts going, why are you back? He kind of shifts it to, he goes on the attack and says, why are you here? Why are you? Yeah. Oh, and also he's like, um, are you, they're both really not suspicious of each other, but they're both really nervous of each other going, I mean, are you back? You bet you're disappointed. I mean, is this what you want? Do you want me to go back? I mean, oh, do you want me to go back through the stone? No, I don't want you to go through. They're doing a lot of that. Yeah, but I think that's understandable, isn't it? Because you're just not sure. Well, I mean, also she doesn't know. He might have other ties. He might be married. He might have kids. Yeah. (laughs) I know she has taken a big risk because Claire could have gone back through the stones and Jamie's married with children and very happy. And then she's like, surprise! Which Claire didn't seem to... Well, she did worry about that, doesn't she? So they're, they're kind of a, a bit on tenterhooks, and Jamie goes, you know, we know each other less than we did when we're married. This, uh, this scene, actually, if you've watched the wedding episode in season one, which I've done about three, 30 times, there's a lot of references back to the wedding Yes, scene. I know, where they're like, um, do you want to look at me or something? Yeah, that's one of them. Take your top off. And like, I want to see you. I want to see you, and all of that. And you're like, hang on, that happened in the, in the first, first one. one. And then he takes his clothes off, and it's like... Hmm, well done. <laughs> Time has not aged you. And then he's probably thinking, I hope you can deliver the goods as well. Well, she but does. fortunately, she can. She's like... We haven't, we haven't got that yet. They, they kiss, and then oh. they get interrupted by the dinner, and they have I'm dinner, sorry. like they did at the we- in the wedding episode. Yeah. And then he goes, will you come to bed with me? It's kind of like... I'd love to and absolutely <laughs> not. How dare you be as presumptuous as to think that I would sleep with you on a first but date. <laughs> And we, it's kind of a rhetorical question when Jamie asks anyway. So, um, and they take ages to undress, don't they? Do a lot of foreplay. It's a lot of looking. <laughs> a lot of looking. Looking lovingly at each other. And taking off the clothes very um, slowly. Maureen, do you need a moment? Do you want I me do. to go? Do you want me to go? I didn't ask some water. <laughs> and um, then, uh, yeah, she does that thing where he goes, I want to see him, takes his shirt off like before. And then, oh, but what, what's before that? She, she, he undresses her. 
and, she's, and this is where you see the difference. So she's completely naked. He, you can tell he's clearly looking at her going, God, she's beautiful. She's just like she was 20 years ago, which she is. And then she gets nervous. So she hides herself and goes, oh, for God's sake, say something. So if you remember the, the wedding episode, it was very different. She took her clothes off <coughs> and she, she walked towards him and initiated sex. Yeah. So it's like that big difference of 20 years when there's an older woman, you're more conscious, I think, about your body where you, you might be more sexually confident in your 20s. But also, we, she hasn't had sex for 16 years. Yeah. So she's probably I know thinking. That <laughs> <laughs> she have got me there as a consultant. Yeah. Maureen, we, can we get Maureen Younger on set, please, to discuss, to discuss the awkwardness of having sex after? After years. Now, here's, Maureen, what, put, here's how put I feel. Thank you and down. Yeah. Method. <laughs> I think the only way for me to understand how you're feeling, the character Claire feels, is if I actually get involved. <laughs> I, I like this one. Oh, uh, I missed that opportunity, didn't I? <coughs> so anyway, so they uh, then go on the bed. I like the fact that he kind of almost, uh, not that I'm condoning this, he, it's, it's a bit clumsy at first, because he bangs her nose. So she thinks he's broken his nose, because, you know, he dumps her on the bed. And oh, it, yeah. No, if you've broken it, would have make a certain noise. Yeah. Look, just stick the, your bits in, all And right? then he kind of tries to push on the pillows and misses. So Jamie's obviously lacking practice as well. And then they, she goes, uh, do it now. And don't be gentle. Do it now and don't be gentle, yeah. Which, I mean, I'm sorry, if you're a woman in your mid-40s and you haven't sex for a while, that... that don't. Would, that, that would... Anyway. Well, but she's... she's she, Maybe she had some lube in her pockets. <laughs> well, she's also got secret pockets, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, I mean, if she's if she's sens- sensible, she'd be like, well, yeah, just lube up. I might the fact that Jamie has. That she doesn't need it. <laughs> she doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. When ordinarily, there's it's... She's, <laughs> Dries alone. Oh, she's peri- She's dry with perimenopause. She's up. Yeah. She's so, been used for years. I know. It'd be a little bit sore. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's, well, that's, you don't really want the realities of it. It's a romantic thing. And uh, But then what's always great when they have their, no matter how raunchy the sex is, there's always a little tender moment afterwards. Yeah. So you know that deep down. And you get to look at Jamie's other. bottom. You get to see a Jay- lot of Jamie's bottom. Yeah. Which and that nice. little V shape. That's, that's what, you that know, V shape that, 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 that we never see where it meets. <laughs> We've just seen we the just beginnings. Just see the beginnings of the video. There's always a handy table or a, a bed, <laughs> <laughs> bowl of fruit. Yeah, well, it's just as well because often I'm eating when I'm watching Outlander. So finally, they consummate. Yeah, uh, and then they have a little chat in bed after 16 years, and he's can't. He's looking at her, he's, saying what a vision she is and how beautiful she is, and he, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then she, he's been quite coy because she obviously realizes he's up to something else. Because you don't get muscles like that from being a printer. And he goes, have you ever tried to work one? And you're like, yeah, you still don't get muscles. <laughs> I mean, when we talk about muscles on the muscles on the muscles. Look, I'm, I'm going to let that go. But that exposition did make me laugh. You don't get muscles like that from a print. No, you get it from a lot of protein shakes. And seven hours in the gym a day. But yeah, you're on the right track there, Claire. So he's being a bit coy. He won't really tell her what he's up to. And then he goes, you know, I can't believe that you're here. I'm worried that, if, you know, if I ever were to leave, lose you again. And she goes, you won't lose me. And then she jokes. because unless you do something immoral, which makes him start a bit. Because there's a few things he hasn't actually told Claire. <coughs> and one of them is that he's a smuggler. So that's the least of his worry. So he tells her that he, he's been a smuggler. <coughs> and then she finds out that, you know, uh, Jeanne, Madame Jeanne is basically, that's why he does so much business with Jeanne. It's because she is the alcohol. But then, of course, Claire's worried that she, he might be getting his money's worth from sleeping with Madame Jeanne. And he goes, no, I don't sleep with her. And they shag again. But this time slowly, making love. Do they shag again? Yeah, you missed that bit. 
I don't think I missed it, but I don't think it's ingrained in my memory after watching it seven or eight times more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then she finds out, she sees the scar from Culloden, and uh, he says, oh, it's from Culloden, and she goes, I'll never leave you again, and they fall asleep. Yada, yada, yada. yada, yada. Wake up. And then he goes down on her. Oh, does he? Yeah. You really missed out a lot of this. He, he, uh, does he go down on her? Yeah. So that's a memory of the one that you remember that you watched that episode on the train. Yeah, let's not go back. <laughs> like, I sit next to me, I was really enjoying it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm, someone's going to complain. No, I'm just going to lean over my shoulder and watch it with me. The, um, yeah, so he goes down on a, and then, anyway, fast he, forward, blah, blah, blah. He leaves, done, he, he, he goes, he needs to go off, he's got business. He's and then, business. of course. She goes down to talk to the prostitutes, that's quite a good scene, they're very good, the prostitutes. Oh yeah, they don't know, they think she's one of the new prosies. Yeah, and, and so, they're very, that's a really good scene, I love that scene, they're great, the Yeah, act, they're really, really, yeah, they've not really understood how contraception works, which is fine, uh, or indeed how, uh. And apparently how you can make a man come quicker is by sticking his finger up the bum, which I have never tried myself. Yeah, I think that's probably true. (laughs) I'll take their word for it. I won't do the research. There's a G-spot up there for a reason. Um, That's when you can't bear it. Get it over and done with. Claire was choked on the food. But anyway, Madame Jeanne uh, is not happy that Claire's there. She sends her back to the room where... What happens? Well, she's attacked by... She should have been... She's always in the 18th century. Oh, God. I mean, and this this next bit is like typical bloody Claire, isn't it? So she gets attacked. Um, uh, the guy uh, is going to kill her. He like, wants to rape her. Well, he, he, wants wants to ra- he, thinks she's a, he thinks she's a whore. Yeah, so well, gonna, to be fair, she's in a brothel. Yeah, so he's going to rape her first, and then she soon goes, like, no, that's not happening. And so we can see he's going to try and kill her. And then... He, that's it. And then... He goes for her throat, and that's all you see of that episode. Oh, and then that's the end of that episode. Yeah, you're thinking of the next episode. Oh, I'm thinking of the next episode. So it starts um, dramatically and ends dramatically. Yeah, so what did you think? I mean, it, that, because obviously the big, the big meet-up scene, the print shop scene is a big scene. Do you know what? It's not my favourite episode. Really? As with all these things... It's the romantic, because you're not really into the romantic I'm bit. not... No, not massively. And also, I like the, the lead-up to stuff rather than the... And then there was this, you know, 50-minute episode of them boffing each other. Mm. Um, I've, I, I enjoyed the previous episodes more, Maureen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know I'm in the minority. I, I imagine I am the only person <laughs> watching Outlander that thinks that. So don't get me wrong. I, I, I do understand that's not the normal response. I think I did it well because obviously there was so much. Because the book readers, I mean, I, I don't, haven't read the book beforehand. But, you know, it's such a big, iconic scene. And, I, yeah, no, it's quite nice, all the kind of references back to the back to the wedding scene, the big scene. And, yeah, and you get the insecurities and you get the fact that they... Uh, they still know how to buff each other. Mm. And it's great to see Jamie and, and uh, could, uh, what was I said, Jamie and Claire together. Because Sam and Katrina work really well together, don't they? There's great chemistry between them. Yes. Yes, there is. Which leads me to believe that there is something... I don't know. No, don't I'm stop. Right. I've got no idea. And I don't even... I don't, it's not like I even care. I don't. Sometimes I pretend to care about things on this show, and I just don't. But it's, yeah. it's, it's they do have a very good chemistry. They do, and uh, you you can't make that up. No, and I think they're, <coughs> they're obviously really whatever the situation is. They're really close in real life, and yeah. that comes across. It's a bit like you and you and me. Mary. Yes, I know. Not that same <laughs> kind of chemistry. <laughs> oh, the panic in Maureen's eyes just then. I mean, it's a podcast; you couldn't see it, but. Every now and again, I like to drop something like that in just to see if Maureen goes, hang on, what's happening? 
Don't worry, Maureen, you're perfectly safe. Okay, cool. Yeah. For now. For now. All right, then, guys, so uh, we'll be back. Uh... Yeah, we're not doing seven because we can't. No, it's too long. We'll it's do seven long. and eight. We'll do seven and eight next time. Seven's a very short one, so it's fine. Yeah, we could do seven, eight, and nine, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Well, you, let's you, try. You'd have to watch them first. I've watched seven. Oh, okay. I just haven't watched eight. Okay. All right. You don't need to know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we should have watched eight by the time we do the podcast. No, let's just end it now. All right, let's end it. Okay, then. Bye. Bye.